Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings, and welcome to Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I am a spooky host, or I guess that's up to you, really, Bobby O'Rourke. And I am a host from the damned. Just kidding, it's Dan Conroy. This is just a sheet over my head. Oh, wow. I want my sheet back, but that was really scary. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Bobby. Here you go. I, I didn't mean to put holes in your Darkwing Duck mattress sheet. <laughs> it was... That's- so wet. I'm sorry. I, I sweat heavily under all this rayon, which, by the way, I want to talk to you about. You don't need to be sleeping on rayon no more. We're, we're older individuals of a certain age. We don't need to be sleeping on this hard material. You're only as young as your rayon feeling. <laughs> rayon, I don't even know on. This yeah. is a good way to start. I'm glad I don't think here. so. I don't think so. I, I wish we could go back, but as we know on Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast, we might as well be live because we refuse to go back. We can't go back because, Dan, this is your favorite season of the year. We've entered spooky season, which means that we get to do a heap and helping of spooky cards. I'm shaking in my bones just thinking about it. It is. I am most beloved by, uh, or I am I beloved Halloween. I hope it beloves me. We haven't had a conversation about it yet, but I do love this holiday. Bobby, you yourself are also a fan if i remember correctly i am yes i love halloween i love spooky things i'm a big horror genre guy i am not always great with the costumes that's more due to laziness and sloth than anything else but i do appreciate the people who do it well and one of my favorite things about halloween is it can be shared with friends and i don't mean to cut from the conversation but i'm feeling this energy sort of behind the walls like maybe there's dare i say it a third co-host today is it the lord let's check no, it's not that strong. Okay, all right. Wait, do you hear that? Oh, my God. I'm feeling it on my dander. Yeah, my theremin is going again. <laughs> What's your Wi-Fi <laughs> password? I don't know. It's a bunch of letters and numbers. <laughs> I've never logged in. <laughs> Hi, guys. Oh, my goodness. It was Kate Fallon, actor Kate Fallon, the whole time she was just talking through that painting that had the eye holes cut out by not me. Kate, welcome to the show. Look, why did you put it there if you didn't want me to use it? It was part of the Darkwing Duck style that he has in his bedroom. It is a photo of the main character. And on the bottom in Latin, it says, let's get dangerous. We're going to have to, Kate, you and I are going to have to buy Bobby a whole new bedroom set after this. We put some holes in a lot of stuff he owns. You're only as old as the duck you feel, right? Yes. Something yeah. like that? <laughs> what the duck? See, it was the same formula as before where you said something cool and then I made a bad pun I tried. Look, it's all cyclical, all right? It all comes around. Just like Halloween, we circle back every year to the scares, to the themes of it all, too much candy, horror movies. Kate, first of all, thank you so friggin' much for joining us here today. Uh, Secondly, are you as much of a fan of this haunted season as we are? Yes. So as an October birthday myself, most things surrounding the month of my birth, you know, have always been pretty spookily themed. I remember, I think I was uh, 11 and I had a whole bunch of girls over and we tried to summon demons and that was my birthday. Now, notice you said tried. Not succeeded. (laughs) Well, I mean, look, I don't know. I was told not to talk about it anymore, but that's just like part of the Inquisition, you know? Just just keep it just keep it down. Just keep it, you know, just, just keep it on the down low. But I mean, that's yeah. it, kind of like it's a little bit of a meme, but it is very true. Like little girls spend most of their pre-adolescence, like until the until you're about 15, just like trying low key 
to summon demons. If I remember correctly, one of the more popular books back when we were all growing up, because we're roughly the same age, is The Daring Book for Girls by Aleister Crowley. So it's basically <laughs> like a young way of getting into the Thelemites and sort of conjuring up Babylon or... Yeah, you know, you, you say Shibnigarath's name like three times into the mirror and like, you know, a hand comes out and sometimes he's got candy and sometimes he takes a piece. But, you know, it's all... I, I can't really talk about it anymore. You, you know how no, it is. No, you no, know no. how it Listen, is. My sister went through a phase where first it was all about Brad stalls, and then the next year it was all about goat's blood. And you don't ask questions. You just let them grow. And I will continue to be really into Roller Coaster Tycoon. That, that we will just live our own lives. Do, now, how you can't speak too much about it, but were you successful in any way of communicating with this daemon? Well, so nobody would ever cop to it, but we had a Ouija board. You know, and there was nice. a lot of spinning and, you know, but that was only after Aubrey's eyes rolled back in her head, you know, and we're not really sure if that was like too many Klondike bars or something from beyond the veil of space and time. But, you know, that's just what happens when you get close to Halloween and you have like an entire bag of candy corn between four girls. Oh, that's so much bad candy for kids. <laughs> like not even like a fun one. <laughs> Klondike bars, I can stand behind, but candy corn. I don't hate candy corn, but I feel like if I was eating, you get to the fourth handful and you're just like, maybe I'll just go to bed. <laughs> and you start seeing stuff but that's just like a lack of supervision which was like kind of really important to like the young millennial mind that's kind of why we're as you know disturbed as we are right now with the parents weren't really watching us they were busy unfortunately you know. or they didn't want to i mean i'm not going to tell anybody what their specific situation was but it was one or the other right and i can't remember but seriously i can't remember if this was you kate who told me this that was this a, a target purchased ouija board or was am i thinking of someone else someone said they got a ouija board <laughs> no. from target no i'm gonna date myself and be very millennial it was from kb toys <gasps> oh. oh that's how you know it's haunted yeah. Because it and carries the spirit of a loss. You might as well have bought it from a Babbage's. <laughs> and my um, my great aunt was a nun and was convinced that we were going to hell. Wow. But like in a very concerned way, not in like a, an accusatory way. She was really just very concerned. She wasn't just like, but that, that growing up Catholic myself, it surprised that your aunt, you said, right? Yeah. It's surprising that the aunt didn't think there was an opportunity for redemption. Like, oh, you're going to hell unless you all come to confession with me tomorrow. And then it was like, what every child loves to do right after a sleepover is not go back to their home, but go right to church. <laughs> Instead, they were your aunt was just like, no, you guys are damned. You, you done did it. Well, so she was a great aunt, technically. So she was oh, okay. uh, of the older generation, the silent generation. And yeah, you know, she she'd seen some shit in her time and she's just like, oh, well, they're they're just possessed. Might as well start fresh. Get new ones. <laughs> get, get, get some new great nieces and nephews. It's I, I'm not my great you know? nieces keeper. Lot. That's from the Bible. It was also my favorite James Patterson novel, My Great Nieces Keeper. <laughs> It was, again, about war or being a spy or some crap. I don't know. It wasn't as nice as my sister's keeper. I mean, you know, being a 13-year-old girl, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Actually, very, it's very timely. Don't it's I very know timely it. because an uh, episode or two ago, Kate, we were talking about boy sleepovers, and yours is so much more structured than boy <laughs> sleepovers because at the time of that, you know, like self-imposed but also like outward imposed gender segregation boys would just be like playing Bomberman until 3 a.m and there wouldn't be any demons there would there, there would just be like empty pizza boxes and someone would just have gotten up like three hours before his friends and just sort of wander the halls which is a bit ghostly i guess but there's always that one kid who's like i've been up since five I'm like why what have you been doing the whole time I, even even at that age i remember being jealous of the structure that was girls sleepovers having friends who were girls and having a younger sister who had sleepovers like there was y'all had like structure and personal development of some kind and like had goals and projects like it 
you y'all could have done like corporate planning if you wanted to. Boys sleepovers were yeah, like playing Halo Reach until your eyes melted and drinking and I guess this goes with a big bag of candy corn, but our version of sugar consumption was like whatever Nightmare Mountain Dew flavor came out that year uh... and you were you were I think we also talked about either you got that or your mom got you whatever soda was economically feasible, which was one of the lesser Shasta flavors, whether it be fruit punch <laughs> soda RC Cola or, was very popular. Yeah, absolutely. RC Cola. Oh, man, I forgot about Shasta. Jesus. Yeah, that's a dollar store classic that you'll get flavors like I didn't know, like a Dr. Pepper. That's not like Dr. Shasta or I guess PhD Shasta. <laughs> Master's degree pepper. Master's degree pepper. Postdoc Sprite. Associate's degree pib. Went to the Votech surge. <laughs> Went to the Votech. <laughs> What's up, kids? I'm Votech Surge, and I'm here to tell you about Target Ouija boards. I know we've had a lot of fun here today, but we got to talk about ghosts and how they're going to fuck up your GEDs. <laughs> I am so tired of these assemblies. <laughs> Votech Surge is the worst guy to run them. And on that note, Kate. How do you like greeting cards? Oh, I, I love getting mail. I don't know about you guys. There's something <laughs> <laughs> something nice about getting mail that isn't like, you know, a bill or something horrifying from your insurance company. So you use them, like you receive them, you get them, they're a part of your life. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, well, I, I do receive them usually from like older relatives, which means that they're not really like fun or funny. They're more like, oh, I actually care about you and love you, hmm. but... I make it a point to send people ridiculous bullshit, as Bobby can attest to. Oh, gosh, I haven't. I, I still have on the board. If this were a visual medium, I would show you, but show Dan. But I've got wonderful postcards from Kate from all over the world, and they're just fantabulous. I might actually, with Aww. Kate's permission at some point, show them to the world because they're really they're yeah. really sweet and basically indecipherable. They're well-meaning and lovely, but like the words themselves don't convey the emotion, which you know is fun for me. Well, Bobby, if we get permission from Kate and you want to send them along, we can absolutely show them on the post for this podcast episode at Greetings Pod on Instagram and at Greetings Cast on Twitter X, X Twitter, Twitter X. When you say, Kate, that you like to send bullshit to friends, obviously we know postcards with encrypted messages, fun hieroglyphs. Have you sent or ever sent anything weird because when you said well okay when you said i send my friends weird bullshit i immediately thought like a banana with a postage stamp on it have you sent fruit through the mail unfortunately no just because it's frowned upon crossing over you know international borders I and mean, i've been spoken to about so you know damn european union good for nothing you don't want to wind up back in this white room again all right so <laughs> Oh, yeah, guys, for the ding-dongs, um, Kate's in a white room and hasn't told us where she is, but um, it's it's well-lit, question mark, so we assume she's doing good. And it's fine. It's fine. I told you Derek, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, you haven't blinked in a while. All right. <laughs> it must be damp in there. So no fruit through the mail. Nothing weirder than like a postcard or like a greeting card. No, nothing strange with a postage stamp on No. It. No. I usually send postcards. And then during the holiday season, I'm a woman of a certain age, so I have a holiday card list. But the holiday cards are all pictures of my cross-eyed snaggletooth cat. Oh, Grim. Oh, Grim. Mm -hmm. That's a great name. Aw. Because she's, she's kind of like that, you know? I wish I could screenshot the, the Zoom we were just on right now. <laughs> For the ding-dongs, it's kind of a snaggletooth sort of jaw, sort of askew to the right or left, speaking in dish fashion. Yeah. Pretty much. Re I mean, real she's bless Like real, real, like I've been yeah. inbred and I'm the Spanish king for 500 years kind of vibes to it. Sort of a Charles II mm -hmm. scenario. Bless her. Bless her little heart and her cotton socks. But, you know, she makes a great Christmas card. She does. Yeah. 
She's not shy. You know, so she's, very, she's quite, quite risque in some of the photos, actually, that I've gotten from you. Not ladylike. Not in the slightest. Can't be convinced otherwise. I've been on business calls, like, for work and just looked up to see her making, like, a four-course meal out of her own ass. <laughs> you like a little boudoir photography with your Christmas card. <laughs> and I'm just like, good. All right. I can close this business meeting now, I guess. <laughs> You have to wonder, like, we thank God that we live in an era where, like, that, like, our photography is now all our own, and I don't have to go to a strange teenager in a CVS to, like, give me my photos, and for them to be like, I don't know if I trust you with these, with, with those moves your cat was doing, and I was like, hey, here's your $10, and give me my things. Honestly, I would do it just to be like, all right, when when are you finally going to mention something? Come on. It's like it, the, that Robin Williams movie, and I'm, I'm blanking on how the plot goes, so I'm hoping I don't step on any toes here, but one hour photo. Yeah. But instead oh, of it boy. about a cheating family and he's obsessed, no, stay mm. with me. Instead of it being about a cheating family, it's just cats in unfortunate poses and positions. And then he wants to take the cat away. I don't know how the plot goes from here. I didn't think that far ahead. I just want to replace cheating family with cats. Calls the ASPCA, but then there's like a government plot. Yes. Like the ASPCA is funneling warhead money is that what you mean yeah absolutely why not cool <laughs> that's that'll settled do. great got to the bottom of that one i always wanted to be in that department store in that movie um it looked like if like a if a target was like said nope no it more color walmart <laughs> no it was like it was like perfectly like crisp and weird it was weirdly in the movie when i saw it as a kid it felt like that's what limbo is for at least americans like when we die we're just gonna go to a super center but it's like just you know, a little bit more ambiguous. All right, fine. It's a Walmart. Is that what you want me to say? I haven't been to a Walmart in a little bit. I want to know what they're like nowadays. Jeez. I mean, Walmart is like a kind of purgatory if you think about it, but it really would make sense for Americans, like in the scope of Christianity, if you die and you go to purgatory, but that purgatory is just like a badly maintained CVS that was built in like 86. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like the line is always just a little too long. Like it's three people, but the one in front's having a conversation and you're you're just getting deodorant. That's all you need. And it's like never stocked appropriately. Like the snack aisle looks like a Soviet bread line. And it's just like. <laughs> and that's all they have today is Soviet bread. 20% more spelt. Welcome to purgatory. You should have prayed a little more, I guess. Welcome to purgatory. Enjoy your 10 foot long receipt. <laughs> Give us your email address for nothing. We don't even have a sweet And Kate, where, do, where does one hour of photo rank on your Williams scale? Because you're a big Robin Williams fan. So like, <laughs> like, what is it? Top five, top three? Where does it, where does it rank for you? And we'll have to put it on our Williams scale here at Greetings, the greeting card podcast that we have here. It's like the Richter scale, but for Robin Williams products only. We're trying to be like a shock jock radio station where it's like, all right, let's get on the Richter uh, Williams scale. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, on the scale. Ah. Uh... All right. It's it's hard because the cinematography of Robin Williams is far reaching in lots of different directions. It's it's up there. It uh, All right. Because you've got like Dead Poet Society. That's obviously in the top three. Right. Yeah. You got I'd say that. Good Morning Vietnam. That's another one. I'd put that in the top three as well. Maybe. Um, I don't know. That's a great movie. And then depending on. You know, if you if he has to be the main character or not, then after that I would go Aladdin personally. Oh yeah, that's number one. You think, or that's number three? And that's in my top three. I can't really rank them. Oh, oh, I hear you. No, no, no. We don't. We can stay in sort of an amorphous like interest nucleus. Let's call it. Yeah. I, I want to put Mrs. Doubtfire. I yeah. might replace Dead Poet Society with Mrs. Doubtfire, which I know is going to get me a lot of fire in the lack of comments we get on these episodes. But I, I do that. That movie just makes me chuckle each time. <laughs> And then you can't ignore, for all of its problematic issues, you can't ignore Patch Adams. I could try. Nope. I'm doing nope. my best. You, 
you can try, but like it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman in it too. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, Jack is is it Jack or Patch Adams the one that people really fell off on? I think it's Jack, right? It's the, Jack. Jack. Okay. Oh, Jack. I, the I get them one, confused. Yeah. yeah, that's a bad one. I can't remember if I like Goodwill Hunting or not. I can't. Oh, recall. I love. Yeah. I would substitute Dead Poets for Goodwill Hunting, and that's because Coming of Age is a real hard genre for me. Which Dead Poets isn't. You know, it is a Coming of Age story, and then Goodwill Hunting still maintains that. Oh, Robin Williams is going to dissect my brain, but put me back together in a better way. Like so that that one I I do a sub for. All right, I would take out mm. Patch Adams. Adams and put in good, uh, Goodwill Hunting. Mm, okay, that that's fair. Me. Maybe I gotta. You know what? I I like Dead Poet Society a lot, so I want to keep that up there. But I just remember, like at a very young age, I watched the Kevin Klein movie The Emperor's Club, which is not a good movie. But I or it's not that it's not a good movie, but it is just Dead Poet Society. It's just a different version of it involving Roman history and not poetry. And it's just it. And now my memories of that are so skewed. I'll have to go back to remember it. What are we, uh, Aladdin? Aladdin was my favorite Disney movie, so that might actually be number one just because of the nostalgia card. And he basically wrote half of, like, the genie's dialogue. Yeah, he he didn't, is that, is a lot of it improv or did he just sit down oh, and Oh, no, it? it's all improv. It came straight out of his oh. deranged head, but, like, you know. Genius. <laughs> but Disney didn't do it. This is not even in the top five, maybe, but have you ever saw World's Greatest Dad? That's a, <gasps> oh, that's a, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Right? That's a good movie. I don't know if it hits top five, but it is a great movie. Yeah. So to answer your question, Bobby, um, <laughs> just like World's Greatest Dad, 24-hour uh, yeah, twenty four hour photo, that would be just below the top five because it's, they're fair. good performances, but the movie is so fucked up, it's really hard to focus. I think you're being more than generous with one-hour photo, so that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, one-hour photo. Sorry. <laughs> what else? 24-hour photo. It's like, oh, that's reasonable. And then he leaves. It's like a very reasonable. <laughs> come back tomorrow. Yeah, come back tomorrow. Why do you need it now? <laughs> Look, in fairness, it's been a really long time since I had pictures developed, okay? <laughs> I can't remember the name of the movie that uh, Robin Williams is where he's a robot. Is that Bicentennial yeah, Man? It's no Bicentennial it. Man, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's what is number these one days in our in this, books. In this workaday corporate world of ours. In this weary lack of Robin Williams world we live in, mm. R.I.P. Mm. Do you think that if they remade Bicentennial Man today, he would just be some kind of like really high-tech Roomba? <laughs> Yeah. Or they would just do a her and make him just annoyingly like just an AI that talks to you. Like it's just uh he's just a voice. Which I'll take no, well, wait a minute. I won't let me say that right now. I'm so afraid this is a the secret situation and I say it out loud because there are celebrities now that are literally fighting to keep their AIs off of like soap commercials. So dear Christ, don't do this to Robin Williams. Yeah. I'm begging you. Yeah. But mm. you can have this podcast and it's forty listeners if it means that you don't do that. But yeah, I think it would be either a Roomba or it would just be a situation where he's just an operating system. If they if they had done when he was alive Bicentennial Man today, he would just be like uh, an Alexa, I think. And granted, uh, just as a, a super fan, but not uh, knowing the man personally, I truly think he would have preferred to be the Roomba, but only if you put big googly eyes on him. Yes, that would be. Because it's really hard to like terrorize the toddler and the neighborhood cat, like as an operating system. Uh, y- that is true. You need to have you need to have some wheels under you to really mess up their day a little bit. My, my just my my two cents. My pitch would have been oh, have okay. Bicentennial Man, but make it contemporary, so he is a two thousand and one robot, so he's wildly out of date, and everyone's like, we should shut this thing down. It doesn't make any sense oh to keep God. it running. <laughs> He runs on diesel. Why do we have this? He he shuts down every time it's cloudy out. <laughs> this is worthless. Bobby, your version is like like Bicentennial Man meets Dr. Kevorkian. Yeah, it's like, oh man, the CD-ROM's broken. My car in San Diego's stuck inside him. I guess we gotta just take him to the dumb. <laughs> now I'll never know if Putt-Putt saved the zoo. <laughs> oh my god.
<laughs> Thanks for nothing, bicentennial robot. So you want like you want like a bad steampunk robot, like a steampunk robot, but crappy. Yeah, don't we all? Yeah, I do. I mean, my pitch for this would have been bicentennial man, where it's like Robin Williams's spirit is in a bison in Yellowstone Park. Mm. And uh, oh, but again, I can't miss. I'm not, can I, yeah, can well, I'm not one for. I'm not one for plots. I'm one for wordplay, and then the idea comes after. And speaking of wordplay, we are a podcast about greeting cards. We should probably get to those, although we could doubt. I Whatever. Think, I think now we, we can do a whole episode on Robin Williams's fake canon of work, the one we wish he got into, like Bicentennial Man 2. <laughs> yeah, um, the Mork and Mindy movie that we'll never get. But <laughs> Oh, my God. Kate, you've been nice enough to bring us two cards today because uh, you were one. One was one that just caught your fancy in general, and one is a Halloween card. So, do you want to open up and take us through what you have found for us today? And while Kate is pulling that up, I will remind the listeners that if they want to get in touch, they can reach out to us at Greetings Pod on Instagram or at Greetings Cast on X. Right? It's X still, right? Yeah, it hasn't changed yet. Okay, still a letter. Just making sure. Appreciate you checking. Yeah, just wanted to make sure. So, Kate, we could start with, with whatever card you want, but whenever you're ready, just tell us to open up and we'll take a look. We've not seen these yet for the listening audience. All right. Well, I'm a Libra and I'm not good at making choices, so let's just do the anniversary Don't blame card. the stars. <laughs> I'll blame whoever I goddamn my, my please. Favorite, Bobby my O'Rourke. favorite John Green book, Don't Blame the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that book could get mean. Okay, sorry, cards. Oh, if we could open up the anniversary card front, uh, I think is what I titled it. Okay. All okay. right. All right. I'm there. I'm there. Okay. So it is, the top half is yellow, the bottom is white, and it looks to be like two, either, they're either like naked mole rats or they're chipmunks with mange. I can't really <laughs> tell. But they both have, they're both holding hands and looking at each other really sweet. And they have two really, they each have one huge googly eye, right? And underneath it says, I remember the first time your eyes met mine. All right. These appear to be, if I could just say first impressions, these appear to be like a more deconstructed. I mean, my first thought was this is like the best example of a generic mammal we're ever going to get. So like you need to come up with a cuddly creature, but you can't make it a human but we're not in the mood to make a bear. I'm saying that in quotation. So we're just going to make like generic fuzzy mammalian like creature. But then the next thing I think going along with what I said with bear is these look just like Boo Boo from Yogi and Boo Boo. Is that, was that his name? Yeah. Yogi Boo-Boo, Bear's uh, friend? Boo-Boo, yeah. Hey Boo Boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it looks a little like Boo Boo. That was an excellent if... Yogi Bear, by the way. Oh, thank you. I'm smarter than your average bear. If <laughs> the only impression I can do. Uh, short. Of the fact that their entire skull is being invaded upon by a singular ocular organ. Yeah, it looks like a cephalopod. Like, this is a squid eye. You know, like that single eye that stares at you from the depths. And they're googly eyes, right, Right, Kate? Like, they're they're like the kind, if you shake the oh, card, yeah. the eyes will move. They're kind of not glued down. Yes, and as I was adjusting the card, trying to get a clear picture, while all of the staff at CVS stared at me from down the aisle, they would both rock hither and thither um and frequently would just start looking in opposite directions so it looked like two special needs squirrels <laughs> staring at each other on the front of this anniversary card and i was just immediately like i fell in love that's the purest kind when you walk into the store and you're not really 
you're kind of taking it all in in soft focus and then all of a sudden you see that one card that screams at you with its gigantic eyes and says help me i need as much attention as you're willing to give me and for the record they are bigger than quarters the eyeballs really yeah they're huge would you say like a silver dollar if i happen to have a silver dollar in my wallet when i was at this cvs but they don't take silver coins anymore which is disappointing they've moved almost exclusively to Apple which i have been writing to president harding about is like you know what my gold back is as good as anybody else's okay i don't know what you want me to do with this Krugerin, but if I want to purchase my hardtack and, and special needs squirrel cards at the CVS with this money, gosh darn it, I'm supporting the Spanish-American War any way I can. But to answer your question, <laughs> uh, if I had to take I a rough guess, <laughs> roughly it, bigger than a Sacagawea coin, maybe about the size of a silver dollar. Now, I love that. I think this is actually a benefit to the card because as you might have seen, Kate, from our past cards and you ding-dongs out there, we have rallied a lot about the low effort that sometimes comes into this industry with the sentiments people bring out with the cards, especially in the art form style. You have a clean canvas to let me know how I feel about you, whether it be funny or romantic or scared or spooky or damp, you know, all the emotions on the card tree. And I like that if we're going funny here, Yes, big googly eyes. Put it in arts and crafts piece. Come on, you have them at your fingertips. Make Take advantage of it. So that definitely is a benefit to me, I would say, having these just big eyes. The one question I do have is, thinking about this animal from a biological perspective, do they think they have one big eye, sort of like the named cephalopod that Bobby mentioned earlier, or do you think two on each side, like a very, like a land flounder? Oh, I dare not even speculate. It, quite honestly, I think it's because they're prey animals, so their eyes are on the sides of their yes. heads. If we could see both of the eyes, that would make them predators, in which case I probably would have just left the store. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to be in this thing's crosshairs because those little legs will get at you. I don't. I didn't sign up for any of it would that. Be a shocking twist if we open up this card and it's just a bloodbath because like the first time your eyes met mine, I knew I'd found like a killer with the same bloodlust as me. Happy anniversary or you know whatever it says on the inside. Well, so what I did like about it though was that you they don't gender the the weird rodents like they're both the exact same rodent so they you can place your own genders on those rodents which makes it a very like open and accepting card i think i do love that because we actually reviewed a card pretty recently that was like happy birthday and it was three koosh balls they the the least gendered of toys you could possibly have you'd think until of course it, you knew it was a mom or a dad because and a child because the mom was pink and the dad was blue. And of course, gendered further, you know how dads have glasses and moms have big eyelashes, who just, we all grew up with it. And uh, the child, I think, was green, which I, I don't know if that was supposed to point towards more of a boy character. But it's funny, those minute choices make a big difference. And here, the fact that it's both yellow and they appear to be agendered, as in, like you just said, Kate, there's no indications that they are either male or female or otherwise. I, that is another plus, I think. Yeah, they're both equally hairy slash missing chunks of hair in the same places. <laughs> you know, it, it, nobody has stripper lashes on. It, it's all very romantic. It is sweet. I will say so far, like if I had just walked into the CVS and saw this, I thought, okay, this is somewhat charming. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Maybe it won't. Maybe we'll stick the landing and say like, hey, I remember when your eyes met mine and thanks for looking. And it's just a happy anniversary. I don't know, but I'm going to find out. I'm happy to find out. I remember when your what? first time your eyes met mine and I have chosen the mate that I will consume wholly before we have begun the reproduction <laughs> process. And that's why our species doesn't go that far. How how fortuitous of you. Shall we open oh, the card? Uh, let's do it. All right. We're going to the next page. All right. Let's... Yes. Vindicated. Oh. Uh, uh. 
So you open the card, and now it's just one of the the special needs hairy chipmunks standing there. Now he's got both eyes on the front of his head, so that answers the question about the squid. They were it's sharing true. eyeballs. We did get to the bottom of that particular mystery. Also, it's a predator. We've we've we, it is now a predator because this thing eats meat. <laughs> exactly. That was the point I was going to make. Now his eyes have shifted to the front of his face because now he's got you locked in his crosshairs. And this is what this chipmunk says. As he stares at you with mouth open. Tongue out. I don't mean to interrupt. Tongue, tongue out like a wolf in a Bugs Bunny car- cartoon. Like a wooga. And as he stands there staring at you lasciviously, his eyeballs shifting left and right, it says, my eyes were so impressed that I wanted to meet all your other parts. Oh. <laughs> Is this not the Halloween card? <laughs> I feel scared. They're still impressed, by the way. Happy anniversary. Oh, wait, yeah, we didn't. Oh, God. So you, the reason you did that voice is for the listener. That part, they're still impressed, by the way, is in parentheses in smaller font and different font. Like, as though yeah, it's, it's like, whispered from somewhere. Well, it's it's written in cursive like, the way you know a pervert would write it in, like, a poem that no one asked for. We all know Perverts it. love cursive. I've said this time and again. As somebody who writes in cursive naturally, you're a pervert if you keep in it. I'm glad schools aren't teaching it anymore. It just seems like something that, uh, like, somebody would whisper from behind you right before you felt their e- their tongue touch your ear, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is... It's a little alarming. Yeah, that is either a tongue in your ear or someone's skin is getting flayed. One way or another, that is not... Yeah. That is not something you need to hear from somebody out loud. So I'm just... It went from something so, like, wholesome and wonderful and, like, oh, look at this, like, a little shift in, like, the Hallmark industry, because this is a Hallmark card, by the way. God, you... You people. My God. They can take the big swings. That's the thing we've learned, Dan, is the little ones, sometimes they they have to toe the line, but the the Hallmark's like, we can do whatever we want. Who's going to stop us? You? Is this a swing... Or is this just capitalizing on two things that they think are going to make them that dirty greeting card money that we've come to learn and hate is cuteness at the beginning. Because, Kate, I have never felt so deflated by a card that has ever been brought here at greeting. So congratulations. Your plaques in the mail. Yes, absolutely. It's like the YouTube gold plaques, except ours is made of, ooh, is it creosote? What comes out of fireplaces? We'll figure it out later. I got to make my point. It starts, cool, fire. (laughs) Thanks, Bobby. So this starts off so cute and I'm rooting for it. And there's so many elements of it that are fun and very accessible. And I'm not saying that cards can't be like cute or sexy or whatever, but there is a time and place for it. And then this one doesn't even go for it in a way that's like enjoyable or even cheeky. It's just perverted. And it's coming from, like you said, a predatory mammalian creature. And it's like no part of this is feels redeemable. It's like the guy who's like jerking off at the back of the bus and there's nothing you can do about it because you're just like a stop and a half away from your house. <sighs> Todd. <laughs> that, that guy always knows how long I have. He's like, if I start at Seven stops, they'll they'll totally interfere. But if I, if I two stops, they're like they're not going to bother. Trust me, like they're, he, they're not going to mind their own business. He he knows he's got until James K. Polk Memorial Avenue until the bus driver looks at the rearview window again and goes, "I see you back there, Todd." But he's still impressed. Yeah, and he says that to the bus driver as he's walking out in a whisper. I'm still impressed, by the way. All your other parts, it, could you have? Because they have come up with a less. Like, if you're going to go that route, like being cheeky, could you have chosen a not it's not scientific. It's not 
romantic. It's just kind of gross. All your other parts. Mm. Ugh. Yeah, I think that's the, like what freaked me out about it. Not that like, you know, and I'm impressed by the rest of you, which like, you know, would have still gotten that message across. But I'm impressed with all your other parts. Sounds like something a serial killer says before he starts like figuring out what part of his freezer he's going to put you in. You got a stack. You know, they had forgotten to watch like a Hannibal Lecter movie that night because they would have gone to like was so impressed. They wanted to see the rest of your organs like there's a little a little change. A little synonym would have gone a long way with making this into what like a Buffalo Bill character would have said. Yeah. You know, like it puts the lotion on its parts. And that's what I love about you. It's like nice. (laughs) They're all every everything you've made up is equally as creepy and like highly sexual (laughs) and it's because i was reading this and i thought okay step one clive barker got it nailed it that's what we all want step two is like also like strangely lascivious i'm i think i'm saying the right but like real thirst horn dog energy and like oh yeah and violent too which is like two things that you're like you don't want to necessarily mix those in in any kind of i mean look you get your kinks that's not up to me but sometimes like maybe it's a little too much you have to put this on a greeting card it's not up to me but i i'm the one who gets to say whether or not i want to see it at walgreens we are the consumer (laughs) dan we are all powerful (laughs) Uh, yeah i'm just like i'm like abe simpson talking about all the song all the words he hates hearing on television one boater and it's not even (laughs) i'm trying to I hate that this creature is telling me this. I'm trying to step around this in the right way, saying like, well, which animal would I like me to talk about my parts? And it's like, well, I've got a list here. But out of all of them, this one is the last animal I want to look at me in a, like I'm a T-bone steak on a deserted island look. Like just the tongue flapped out in such a fashion. This, And, and it's the fact that we know it's a predatory creature, so it can run faster than me. It's got that instinct. Yeah, and now you're like trapped in a CVS that hasn't really been like maintained and, you know, none of the workers there give a shit. No one's going to like, you know, throw an, throw a leg out to try and stop him at the door. And Robin Williams won't have your photo ready for another 56 minutes. You got to kill time until then. You got to stay alive. You try to go get a <laughs> bottle of water, but the only two brands available are Dasani and a brand you've never heard of called OK Glacier. <laughs> like, no thanks. I'm not that thirsty. <laughs> I'll, I'll try my luck. I'll just get a Tazo too. It's a uh, also to to go around the cannibalistic horny squirrel, you know, as as we have to. It's also kind of a sort of a muted color, which I'm a little surprised by. Like it's not it's not particularly bright. I think it's it's a far cry from the most eye-catching thing so to speak of this card, but I'm surprised that the coloring is like highlighter yellow and nothing. Like those are the yeah, colors that she has. I agree. Like there's a there's a sort of if we're going to go down this sordid path there are sometimes like context clues that would help me out. And that's why I think I, I was given such an M. Night Shyamalan twist at the end there. Because if this was like red or pink in color, maybe like hearts in certain places. If there were hearts inside the googly eyes instead of the, what am I trying to say here? Black irises, I guess, or black pupils, pupils is the yeah. word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Black pupils. The if, if it was something along those lines that are telling me this is going to get saucy really quickly, then I think I'd be even more forgiving. But it's the fact that, yes, it is like a, what Bobby said. It's a highlighter yellow. It's coming off very neutral. And that's okay, too, right until you get into the middle and you go, oh, and by the way, I want to see the rest of you. <laughs> and it's like, it's, uh, no. Yeah, it's like, why is it like a, Bobby, you're right. It's like a just a hair off of highlighter yellow. It's like more towards mustard and... Yeah. 
when I think of romance and like, oh, love of my life, I don't think of mustard personally. I mean, I'm not kink shaming. Well, what kind of mustard? Well, I mean, this one in particular looks a little Dijon-y to me. I was about to say like a white wine Dijon, which you got to admit, like that's the more romantic of the mustards. I mean, it's more sophisticated, certainly. Yeah. I still, it doesn't really get me hot and bothered. But again, you know, to each their own. We're all different people. You know, there's no one here to judge, but it is the color of like the mustard left on the paper plate at the bowling party birthday that you went to when you were nine. It is the color of the lighting at like a, an old bowling alley, like Garwood Lanes. <gasps> Gar- shout out to Garwood Lanes where we sp- Hashtag oh. every. Yep. Ha- shout out to Garwood. Uh, shout out to Garwood Lanes and and all the eight lanes that you let us sometimes drink beer. And we were probably like just a wee bit too young to order that. But you didn't care. God bless you. I'm sure I'll get sued by Garwood Lanes. <laughs> no, we're going to we're going to tag them on the Instagram. <laughs> we'll we'll find them out. Are you kidding me? A bowling alley getting Instagram traffic? That is business. Garwood Lanes, you better be thanking us. And we want a percentage of all the shoe rentals this month. <laughs> So Kate, or let me bowl for free. Or Sorry, let, let us bowl for free, yeah. Kate, you were very kind to us this week, and you actually brought us two. Now, I, I, I thought, I would have said this is a good enough Halloween card, but you were like, I'm not, I won't be outdone. So you brought us also a Halloween card to go on top of the cannibalistic anniversary squirrel. Look, I'm nothing if not an overachiever, but again, mm. I have a really hard time making decisions. So, uh, and I'd never seen a birthday Halloween card before, so I was immediately intrigued. So if you'll open up, Halloween card front, I think is what I titled it. And you're, and just for the listener, not to give too much away, but your birthday is approaching Halloween. So did you get Halloween themed gifts or birthday cards or was it still too early to like do any of that when you were, when you were younger? I didn't, you know, I think it was partially because it was just not the right moment in time for that, mm. you know, particularly when I was like younger, like in the, like the late nineties, early two thousands in the br- Halloween birthdays were only like starting to become a thing you know like i said we had one where we summoned demons and you know Mm -hmm. tried to talk to the dead like like you do but no i never received any kind of like birthday halloween themed kind of stuff for whatever reason because dan your birthday is sometimes like rotating around halloween sometimes you've designed it that way because that's your yours is very close to the holiday mine is yeah so kate you and i are very close in birthdays i was born on november 1st so (sighs) i and because halloween is such a favorite holiday of mine i do enjoy making it halloween themed that wasn't like a default for my family but i was always like oh hell yeah costume party what are you talking about we got it right there And so I enjoyed the candy costume party. We did try to summon demons with the Ouija board we had, but because I was born on an All Saints Day, instead there was sort of a Catholic sort of counteraction. And every time I wanted to speak to the dead Quakers that were probably below my central Jersey home, instead it was St. Anthony and he would go, hey, I found that Hot Wheel you lost outside. I'm like, thanks again, Thanks, Tony. (laughs) Well, thanks, Tony. Love you. (laughs) Smooches to Tony. Smooches to St. Tony. (laughs) St. Tony smooches. Kate, you want to take us on the first page of the second card here? All right. Please do. So if we go on this first page, it's mostly black. It looks like there's some kind of path that's being run. There's a skeleton running, holding a birthday present and a cupcake. And he's he, there's a lot going on. He's got balloons, a party hat. He's got one of those... I'm not even sure what you call them. Streamers, I think. No, I didn't. Is it called a streamer when you go... Hmm, well, for you ding Oh, like a you party... Into it? Um, the, oh. The, you know, like the New Year's... Whoo, the thing that you blow and then the paper rolls out like that's, a little That's tongue. not a party popper, is it? I mean, that's the wrong. The party poppers are the ones you pull the string and then like confetti shoots out. Right? Yeah. The, yeah. 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 I thought these were called streamers, but I could be. I know. I know streamers also refers to the things that come from the from the ceiling. Yes. But I mm, now I'm not sure. 
Uh, but hoo-hoo. but this skeleton is booking. He is in motion. He's got a birthday cake, a little cupcake, I mean, with like a candle, a hat. He's got a present. He's doing like the Scooby-Doo, like cycling legs. And it says, it's your birthday. And the letters low-key kind of look like bones a little bit. Hmm. That's a nice touch. I like that. Yeah, I do like that a lot. That There is a lot of detail here that I think is very appreciated and fun. Because I was the same way, Kate. We, we are close in age, and we were talking a little bit off camera that this feels like a relatively new thing that's coming up more and more in the greeting card Halloween realm subtopic, where there are you know people that want to catch up both for birthdays and not seeing each other for a little bit. I've even seen like anniversary cards and like romantic cards, but they're about Halloween. It's sort of like it's taking over the theme of autumn, which I don't really care either way. I don't really have a strong feeling about it either way, but it's all centered on spooky, scary skeletons go shiver down your spine. Right. And I think that's interesting. By the way, because we do love taking long gaps here at Greetings and talking about the things we found that we didn't have answers for earlier. They're called party horns, but they're also known as party blowers or noisemakers. So oh, noisemakers. Okay. I love that the person who made this Wikipedia article went out of their way to give me the sound of a party horn, which is... Wait. Ah, oh, doodles. Hold on. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> Having fun. I, I always thought the noisemakers were those ones they were like made of tin that you'd swing and they're like oh, there were balls inside and they, I, made, they made a really ratchet and clanky sort of sound when you twirled them in the air. I I they were the inspiration for Ratchet and Clank the video game. I, Someone I, heard I that thing so. and they're like What about a warrior and a fun weasel friend? I never played Ratchet and Clank. But I don't like those things. It's too metally sounding. Mm. But this card is very enjoyable. I think a big thing with Halloween is proper color and tone, and I think it does it well here. I don't care how much of the printer ink you've wasted. It looks delightful with the winding road below it. The only questions I've got is, what is a skeleton doing with a party horn? I literally forget what we called it. Is it called noisemaker? <laughs> what do we, we literally just talked about it, Dan. What are we doing with this noisemaker and this cupcake? This skeleton has neither lungs nor stomach. It won't be able to enjoy either of these customs. Well, see, this is the magic, Dan, of suspended belief. You know, many actors and writers, artists really, are allowed to say, you know what, I'm aware that a skeleton couldn't possibly operate this noise-making machine. But that's all to say I agree with you. This card is bullshit. Yeah, agreed. As a card pragmatist, you can enjoy your highfalutin dreams and flowery language all you want, Bobby the novelist. But as Dan the pragmatist, I refuse to let history say that skeletons can eat a cupcake. You put me on the record. I don't care if that gets us in trouble, gets us demonetized from this thing that doesn't make money. I'll say it right now. You know, skeletons can't eat cupcakes. I mean, look, Bobby basically told me to show up, bring some cards. Uh, You know, he said, make it murderous, make it low key, freaky, you know, something that you're not going to sleep well tonight. And also bring bullshit. You did succeed with the squirrels. I I will. I am going to be thinking about those things for a bit because I and not to talk about a card we're trying to move away from. But boy, howdy, those eyes are way too big for now what the intention is. Mm. It it really it was nice when they were cute. And now it's just boring into my brain. It'll stick with you. My deepest, my deepest apologies. No, that's why you're here, Kate. By all means, scare us. We're in for a scare. We are. I like this. Actually, I think this card is a very cute front. I think this is a great kids opener. I think it's, it's kind of hard to be colorful with black too, because Halloween is so black and orange and dark colors, but to put the purple bones on the front, I kind of like it. I think it's good. And I think the 
the skeleton's cute enough, you know, and it's got a birthday cupcake. It's so far leading me down a good path. I even like that the road is like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an inverted rainbow road from Mario Kart. It kind of has like, instead of all the colors, I have none of them, but it still looks kind of enticing. I don't know why. It's, this is, this is doing it for me so far. This is doing it for me as well. This is a very, for as critical as I will sometimes be about things that are like, this card looks like it's doing a lot and it is artistically speaking, but it's not trying to do too much with like a saying or with like action on the camera or by the camera. I mean, the front of the card. It's not trying to do too much with like the skeleton running. It's definitely really complex, well-made artwork, but it is does not feel like I am being forced one way or another. I get to enjoy this really nice little tableau, yeah. which is just, I don't know, cute and I don't know. I just it's it's well done art, which we have not seen a while on this podcast. So this is a real breath of fresh air. Is this the and, first thing you saw, Kate, when you were getting it? Like, did you get enticed by anything particular or were you just in the section and said, OK, I'm going to grab this one and then I'll, I'll see see what we get. Sort of a choose your own adventure sort of thing. Well, it, it to me, it was telling a story because he's running someplace. He's got a whole bunch of stuff in his hands. Where is he going? Who's he giving it to? But if you will go over to the inside of the card where it, it opens, that is what grabbed my attention. Talk about busy. Ooh, so, okay. Um, party. So there's a lot going on. Let me start. As you open it, the first, <laughs> the top part pops up. So it's an irregular shaped card now. And it's a huge party full of skeletons and a big jack-o'-lantern. And at the top, it says, time for a big celebration. Nailed it. <laughs> nailed, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, we're all here for a little punny humor, right? What cinched it for me, what made me take the picture of this one, at the bottom where all the skeletons are dancing and jiving, having a good time, starting from the left, shake, rattle, and roll. Hope it's to die for. Okay. Have fun. Which is just kind of wholesome. <laughs> sure. And then there's one skeleton with his head popping off, and it says, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> Yuck, yuck, yuck. But now focus on these two skeletons, these very self-aware ones, because Dan, what you said earlier, <laughs> just like I wanted to open the card immediately. It says, yeah. how are we even talking? We don't have lungs. And then the one oh. says, or vocal cords. Hey, this, this is good. I like also that the third thing you read, Kate, it's the one says, hope it's to die for. And then that same skeleton says, have fun. It's not a different skeleton. <laughs> this is one time where the writer's inability to come up with skeleton puns has worked 100% in their favor because they went absurd. And this is before I get to just the self-referencing, which is great. But it's like, okay, shake, rattle, and roll. I know where they're coming from with shaking and rattling of bones, mm -hmm. but I think we can all agree that like that's not a pun. You're just referencing a song. Mm -hmm. All right, but I, 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 not to delve too much in that. Hope it's to die for. Get it? <laughs> Have fun. It's <laughs> like I'm guessing what the person was writing was trying to reference. It's a no brainer, but I love that it's just included. And then, then they just gave up and was just like, let's just make a joke about them not having organs. Let's just, uh, all right. You know what? I can't, I can't think of another bone joke. You know, I've got a bone to pick with this celebration, right? Mm. This. Wow, that, that tickled me in all the right ways. That's, oh boy. I just, I love that the two skeletons who are talking about themselves in extremely self-aware ways, they're just, they look so concerned. You know, they're just like, oh God, now what happens? Because to me, it's like, as soon as you shut the card, like they all just like collapse down to the floor. 
<laughs> like the magic is gone, like Toy Story. <laughs> they all just like. Oh. It's like what Dan was saying before, where it's like, if you say it out loud, you kind of bring it into the universe. So once these skeletons become self-aware that they shouldn't be animated, then it all falls apart from there. And that's truly scary if you think about it. Your yourself as a fragile being, very spooky, very Halloweeny. It almost begs the question: Is this card the final snapshot of the celebration of these skeletons? Because there's nothing after or vocal cords. We get time for a big celebration starts us off with and just to give a little, you know, po- uh, positive criticism to the card here, fun sort of off orange and off red and purple balloons. Everything's really cool looking and streamers and there's a punky in the middle, a punky Brewster with a bunch of candles in it. I like to think skeletons eat pumpkins. That's part of my mythos now. And they're making puns and saying fun things, but then there's a moment where they go they they <laughs> they are aware of their mortality and say we don't have lungs or vocal cords and i like to think that is the blackout that is when like they all crash you're, to the you're floor. suggesting this is like a last known photo of this party yeah this is like final photo of a family before the, you know the lightning hit them or something like that or this is a this is like like you just said last known photo before something terrible happened like adam and eve before they take a bite of the apple of knowledge and become aware that they're naked this is like the pompeii for skeletons this is right before the volcano explodes Right. And again, it's from Hallmark. Oh, do you think they eat the pumpkin and that causes the same thing as the Adam and Eve? I was making a, I don't know, the connection involving fruit. I'll follow you there. (laughs) Thanks. Apparently Hallmark won't because they're too chicken because I see you also gave the back page not to jump too far behind and I see no resolution. We don't know what goes on after these. However, if you would zoom in on the back of the card down by where the barcode is, there was something that caught my eye that I thought was funny. It says, this card is made with paper from well-managed <laughs> forests. <laughs> and then I, because Reach I- for the stars, I, Hallmark. I'm a, I'm a perverse person. My very first thought was- Join the club. My very first thought was, what what is an ill-managed forest? And then I went, oh, well, no, we've all seen Lord of the Rings. It's when the Ents wake up and go to go kick some ass. That's an ill-managed forest. <laughs> I guess, but I like that they're at least structured enough to go kick some ass. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, it's not like these Ents are like going wild on whatever pipe we'd bury and Pippin brought over. But it just means that Hallmark isn't murdering Ents to make their cards. And what a fucking accomplishment on your on your part, yeah, Hallmark. What, what do you want, a medal, Hallmark, for not causing an Ent genocide? You know, I, I also read this sort of like as them saying like, oh, no, make no mistake, guys. We fucked up this forest. It is ruined. We, You have no idea how many happy pervert squirrel anniversary cards we printed but these used to be well-managed forests so you can imagine in your head pretty trees just so you know for next time but what is what do you guys think like what is a well-managed forest it's not like good question it's not organized it's well-managed i like to think a well-managed forest is one where the trees get their paychecks on time the zoom meetings are all structured and they have a clear agenda beforehand the lunch breaks are well maintained and you're supposed to take your breaks you're supposed to take your your out of office time so and i I imagine uh, there's a very low uh, turnover rate of the trees in the well-managed forest you know what i didn't like when i visited you Yosemite was that, you know, it, it said on my contract till six being a oak, but sometimes I'd have to stay as late as 830 for some of the Zoom meetings because obviously we're speaking sometimes to our overseas clients. And it's like, look, I'm an oak tree and I'm only paid for this amount of time. I'd like to go back to the 
sea loam that that I come from. I don't know where trees go when they don't live in the forest. And sometimes they made me stand in for that son of a bitch sycamore who's never on time and is never here. More like Suckamore sometimes I say in the lounge and then I had to go to Tree HR, which <laughs> is also the name of my new Netflix show I'm trying to pitch, which it's basically like human resources, except it's uh, it's bad. <laughs> I had to take that arborist harassment class. Why is it on me to prevent forest fires? Why isn't management taking care of that? A hatchet is not just for trees. Sometimes <laughs> it's for decoration. And that was my defense. And then I had to do another two more weeks in arborist discrimination. <laughs> so I had to apologize for my suck-a-more joke. Oh, my. These are... Or something else, Kate. These are these are some winners. I think that this card is <laughs> these are these are this card is delightful. The last one is horrifying. Could be delightful. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Um, you might know we have a tradition here of ranking our cards, but based off of where and if you would put it on the fridge. So the highest honors go to a well-maintained permanent spot on the fridge somewhere. So you could always look at it like a greeting card you love, or it can go all the way down to the bottom or on the side or even in the trash. Or in some cases, I think we've once in a while, we've thrown one in the sink and just waterlogged it until it's no longer. Oh, we've, we've burned cards before. Absolutely. <laughs> Metaphorically. Yeah. So you're the guest. So where would you, where do you think you'd put these two uh, on your metaphorical fridge? Oh, well, okay. So the, the Halloween birthday card has a certain level of novelty and kind of joie de vivre, right? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So, well and it, it, it does, it does kind of like step its, it puts its little toes into the, the, the kitty wading pool of, you know, existentialism at the end. So I would, I'd put it in the, on the bottom door, but in the center, like where you put like your favorite Chinese food, like restaurant menu. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. So, so this card like, is like it's... not eye level, but it's pretty apparent. You can see it port- kind of whatever angle you're, you're yeah. going at. Yeah. It's got enough novelty. I would put it, I would put it there, like the bottom door in the center, you know, um, not pride of place, but you know, not in the garbage can either. Now, hmm. the rapey squirrels. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Opening act four. The BC-52s <laughs> from Flintstones. Flintstones. Where the Flintstones? Sorry, go ahead, Kate. <laughs> Normally, I would just throw it in the garbage and be done with it. However, it's the eyes. Oh, Christ, it's the eyes. It'll crawl back out of the garbage, even if you take it, like, out to, like, the disposal, like, at the, you know, like, the main place, like, down the road. So y- you got to do something about it. I-, I don't think that there is a choice but to burn, you know, the sexual deviant card. <laughs> That card is the reason why trash disposal units and sinks should come with a flame method. Like they should mm. have like a little igniter and you can just burn what goes down and it's like straight back to hell with you, demon. Because like, I feel like if you put it down the disposal, like at nighttime, like when you got up in the middle of the night to get some water, you just hear the googly eyes like shifting around down oh, yeah, there. they rattle. Like oh, how they rattle. Yes. Oh. Like you would just hear it. And then you like look down that disposal unit and because you did, and this goes right into like cheesy Halloween movie, you look down that disposal with your eyes and the eyes look back at you and goes says, I want to see your other parts. And then the flame goes up and just burns your face right off. And then his creepy ass and dirty tongue comes out and snags you down and pulls you in. And then because we're mixing this in with the Flintstones movie that we love talking about, the trash compactor, which is definitely an elephant just below the sink, just looks at the camera and creepily goes, it's a living. (laughs) Nightmare fuel. So yeah, nightmare Night- fuel. Yeah. Absolute trash. So you'd have to burn that one, I think. I don't think that there is another option. I mean, Dan, you might offer a counterpoint here. What do you feel about these two bad boys? Well, can I can I start with dessert and, and go to vegetables that want to have sex with me and I don't want to? <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm getting fired tomorrow. Who cares? Yeah, it's cool. I'm not going to. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I've worked as long as I anticipated. You and I are getting kicked out of the forest that we work yeah. at. I, We're the reason I it's am, not well managed. We've ruined this forest and replaced it with metal. I love this birthday Halloween card. I think that in past episodes, I have spoken on skepticism a little bit of Halloween becoming this, but I have now turned over a new leaf and gone, you know what? I love this holiday and I like that it's getting turned, you know, it's sort of co-joining with other celebrations or reminding people that they love each other and spending time with them. And if it can involve a cool witch or a skeleton. And you know what? As a kid who loved Halloween and loved my birthday like kids do, this would have been the kind of card I would have really enjoyed. Only made more funny by the growing absurdism of the writer. I think this is great writing. It's great art. I think this deserves... Definitely a strong place on the fridge. I'm not going to lie. I I would be happy to see this throughout the October season as the weather gets colder. So I would put this freezer door center open. So I want to see the big celebration happen as it's going on because I know turning to the right and just reading in that time is just going to make me giggle. I would absolutely love to see that. Every time I open the freezer door, Mm. quite the opposite with our former card, which will (laughs) gently remind me that I'll never be a 13 year old girl again doing seances. Otherwise, these kind of hell beasts spawn up and try to lick me with their tongues. Last time I ever buy a Target Ouija board (laughs) and next time I'll just stick to the uh, Goodwill T-shirts that are not called Goodwill. What are they called? Goodfellow? Goodfellow T-shirts that are like five bucks a pop. Goodfellows fit me. I will say I've gone in and be like, do you have where are your Goodfellow T-shirts? I'll also need a Ouija board and method cleaning spray. So if I can grab those, that'd be great. <laughs> and where's that trail mix that's super cheap? I I try. I bought Goodfellow, just a quick tangent, I bought Goodfellow face cream for uh, uh, cleansed pores. For I think feet. it made my skin worse. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I, I wore it for my feet, exactly. <laughs> you get, wear it with my rayon socks. Not to derail the conversation, I apologize in advance. Bob, you just reminded me of a game that we used to play at Target in college. Oh, no. I know what you're doing to say. <laughs> oh, wait, what game did you play in college? It was, uh, God, you guys were fun. <laughs> It was three things in a box of condoms. <laughs> so you could buy... Well, they called me in high school. Go on. <laughs> you could get any three things, but the, your okay. fourth item had to be a box of condoms. And the purpose of the game was to see who could freak out the cashier the most. <laughs> that poor 17-year-old working at 11 o'clock at night. You'd like... You'd... And honestly, because we were broke college students, most of the time this game was played entirely theoretically, like in our dorm room. But you just reminded me of that, Bobby. Like, I'm going to need a a Goodfellow t-shirt, a Ouija board. <laughs> and what was your third reason? Me- method cleaning spray. Method cleaning spray. <laughs> and a box of condoms. And a box of condoms. Just the weekly chores. You know how it goes. <laughs> Gotta be ready. I would have loved playing this game in high school, man. If I could turn if I could turn back the clocks and move up there with you guys, that would have been a fun game. There's nothing stopping you right now. That's right, Dan. You know what's stopping and I have the money to buy these things. I'm gonna go in there and buy myself a Goodfellas t shirt, cotton candy flavored ice cream, that face cream I use for my feet, box of condoms. (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm not gonna buy is this card that I think also I agree with you, Kate. We've gotta send it to hell in a in a fine fashion, but we need to make sure that it doesn't come back to haunt us in the sink that it lives in. So burning, it's not an option. You know what? I'm going to say it first time for greetings. This one's getting buried in the forest. They're good. Ooh. They're well, you know what? The well-managed from the, forest. The well-managed forge you come from, the well-managed forest from whence you came. I am burying you under the succamore tree because let's face it, that's the one that's going to pipe up the less because they forgot to bring brownies for the birthday we all have to remember to bring for that everyone eats too quickly. And I will bury it under there with the hopes that it doesn't come back because now that I say this out loud, I realize I've said the plot to a different horror movie. So 
that is where it's going, and hopefully it stays down there for the entire time. Mm. Your turn, Bobby. Uh, Your turn. Okay, so I think that the skeleton card is delightful. I think I'd be I'd be glad to get it now. I think it's a hoot. Um, so that one I think is going. Let's say like top right of the the big door in the fridge, not the freezer. So it's 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 pretty. It's got a pretty good spot. I'll see it all the time, and it's almost eye level. I'm gonna play Devil's Playgirl here, and I'm <laughs> going to keep the squirrel card because. I believe in bringing evil things to the light. And part of me says, you know, if I accept that this is a part of my world, if this is a part of me and I don't try to hide it or run it under the tap or bury it in the well-managed forest, maybe, just maybe, I can come to peace with it. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to have it facing front all the time. So I might just turn it around so I don't have to look at it. But I am going to keep it. I'm going to put it like bottom of the fridge. So it's there. It's down in the recesses, but it is still there. And it reminds me every day of my own mortality. I respect you so much bobby for so many Thanks. reasons one of which is that no need to go on <laughs> nope too late one of which, okay one of which is that you you are not afraid to wrestle your demons you have the courage with which to face them every day and realize not today satan whereas i will run from mine and bury them if it means i get one day it might be a day in terror but at least it's one more day one day of peace from the from the voices one day of peace from the horny voices by a thing that can't even decide what fucking animal it is. Kate, do you feel the same way? We've just got to, like, you and I are in tandem. Like, this thing just needs to be destroyed. Whereas Bobby, he wants to go crusade, just like chainmail in hand, like I will face this morning, noon, and night. I think this is probably one of the, the things about being in my early 30s that I actually really like, is that I have really come around to this idea of, like, oh, you know, well, you should do your best to be understanding and you should help people and you know accept these things within yourself and the best thing about being in your early 30s is that you don't have to fucking do that if you don't want to i pay my taxes i i get a salary i don't need to accept anything about myself or about other people quite quite frankly if i don't want to and if i think that something like that needs to be burned with fire that's exactly what i'm gonna do so i can get another night's sleep in this hellscape that we all live in currently so personally I don't want to cross the author or the artist for this card on any kind of road, whether it's the middle of the day or like down a dark alley. I don't think it would end well. I think that he needs therapy and I'm positive it's a he. I'm positive. Yeah, this is one of those ones. We've found ones that both ourselves and friends of the podcast have said this was written by a dude and we're like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Feels like it. It's like, you know, do you remember when Amazon, they wanted to do that whole thing with like the Amazon lock where like your delivery guy could like unlock your front door and put the packages inside for you? And I'm just like, oh, like tell me that there were no women on that planning program without (laughs) telling me that there were no women at that goddamn meeting. (laughs) Like. That was a fucking frat bro with just all the priv like like sad and privileged like like the Baron Harkonnen just floating on it with like his just obese body going like dudes wait I fucking got it it's like they can come to your house right and the guy can just come in and drop the packages with no thought to no. anybody else that could be affected by that no and this is exactly the same it's you know I want to see all your parts and like oh that sounds romantic right and everyone's just like oh no. <laughs> It's a cute idea that just ends in one of those boomer jokes on Facebook. And it's like, come on, really? You got to fucking stick the landing like that? It's yeah. like, uh, like you're it's like, give me all your parts. Oh, bust, Todd. You slay me. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. I'm so glad that, that bust, Todd, is getting sent to military jail. <laughs> First of its kind. He got court-martialed from school. <laughs> Kate, thank you so much for bringing these to us. Before thank we, you, Kate, yeah, so much. This has of been course. great. 
I mean, uh, and I've seen your shows before and they're a delight. So anything that you uh, have coming up in the future, let us know. We'd love to promote it. But just thank you for coming on and uh, and just sharing these these abominations with us. That's what we're here for and we appreciate it. Abominations are my specialty. Is there anything you'd like to plug right now? Anywhere anyone can follow you as an actor or as a performer or anything coming up that you'd like to promote here? I am not in anything currently. I've just been doing all of my regular workaday actor jobs. But you can come and find me on Instagram at kate.m.fallon underscore six. And we can get on into all kinds of fun adventures there. Um, I don't fuck with Twitter, X, Zwitter, whatever it's called. And you shouldn't. And you ding-dongs at home would be a GD fool to not follow Kate Fallon. Follow that Instagram handle. Do it. Do it now. But until next time, Kate, thank you for coming. I was going to, uh, you know, just tell you that be careful leaving this haunted house because uh, the doors tend to switch. There's a lot of creaking as though someone's following you. The lights don't work very well. The plumbing is a mess. Regularly, there are demons. And I've been told by the zoning commission that I'm not allowed to build a deck on the roof. So just be careful. and Watch your step. But you can't leave to the well-managed forest that this house is surrounded by because, as you know, it is not casual Friday in the forest. And I can see that you're wearing jeans. So. Oh, I don't mean to be a jerk about it, but... That bitch, Birch, is wearing jeans, I swear <laughs> to God. If Wait, we need to make t-shirts that say Birch Bitch <laughs> on it. I, not related to our podcast at all. I just want to... You know what is related to our podcast? Anything is related, depending on how we feel it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, all, we're all ghosts in this house, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. You're all trapped here in this white room with me. <laughs> oh, no. Well, all right. Let's order, let's order a pizza then. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah. Hey, this is your local testing time. Local testing time is 6.50 p.m. and the weather is looking real... Beautiful, friendship, levels, sound, cards, Halloween. That's it. That's all I got.